months. It took me years to be able to prove that as a person in a wheelchair, I, I could be with everybody else. In this episode, you'll hear Barbara and Anna discuss how their disabilities have impacted their lives personally and professionally. I was born with a brittle bone disease called osteogenesis imperfecta. I've been in a wheelchair basically my entire life. I use a manual wheelchair. Um, and it, it's resulted in a lot of fractures. So my legs are kind of my, my Achilles heel, so to speak. And I've had about 100 fractures. I, as well, have a uh, physical disability. I was not born with it. Well, genetically, I was born with it. I guess you could say I was predisposed to it. It is a cone rod um, dystrophy. The cones and rods are cells in our eyes, on our retina, which is the back of our eyes. And essentially, I have a genetic mutation that is causing those cells to not function properly. And therefore, I have experienced some visual acuity loss. So it didn't manifest itself until I entered my late teens is when I was truly diagnosed with it. And it came as a shock initially because I didn't know how to take it and what that really meant for the future. Unfortunately, there's no cure for it and I am managing it in a way by using assistive softwares to help me on the computer, just learning anything that I can that technology can offer me to help me at work and then also outside of work to be able to overcome this condition. I think a lot of things have changed with the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990. Prior to then, it was much more of a challenge, and not just because, you know, people look at disabled people sometimes as though we're going to take a lot of time off or we're going to not be able to do the job without all of these special things, and then they don't want to be bothered with it. But back before the, the ADA was passed, one of the big issues I would have was whether or not it was actually accessible to me to be able to even get in. I have examples of going to a job interview and there was handicapped parking, but then there was four steps to get inside the building and there was no ramp. At the time, you don't know any different, and I think that that's kind of how it is for me. I don't know what it would be like to apply for a job and not have the chair and not have the look that comes with when you go into a job interview and they realize that you're in a wheelchair, which is kind of one of those shocked expressions, and then you're always trying to overcome it. One of the things I will say at Mayo is that I didn't experience that. It was one of the reasons why when I was offered the position at Mayo, I took it so quickly because I didn't feel like the odd man out or like they had like done their good deed for the day. It seemed like it was no big deal, and I liked that. I can relate because I have had a lot of support um, throughout my career at Mayo. I feel like there's a lot of um, respect not just from um, supervisors, but also from my coworkers. Being in an environment like that and having this, I feel like the support is just um, overwhelming sometimes because I do know that people care. That's awesome. That's kind of how I felt about it too. You're not stigmatized, I guess, as much here as I have been in the past. Do you find it difficult to check the box that says I am disabled? Because sometimes I have to debate about it. 
when I started at Mayo, my vision was much better than it is today. It was pretty much shortly after that I was diagnosed and didn't really know how to disclose it. I was very afraid to disclose it. I think I was spending a lot of time coping with it in my personal life. And I felt like once I got that under control and got to the point where I could talk about it without breaking down is that I started getting more confidence. I have come to the conclusion in order for it to be a good fit for my employer and for me, it has to be disclosed. The only way that my employer can help me and the way that I can be successful at what I do is if it is disclosed. I believe the support can only come with disclosing and with talking about it and being able to ask for things, which I sometimes actually struggle with. I do find that to be a difficult thing to ask for help or ask for additional assistance to do my job. I grew up in a school district that wouldn't take disabled kids. It was the 70s. So I actually went to school in a neighboring school district. So there's a little part of me that always feels like I have to prove something. I'm getting better at it. Here, I've asked for my cubicle to be widened a little bit so that I didn't bump the walls when I went in with my chair. I can relate to that. Absolutely. I feel the same way. So, I mean, that does applies to my personal life, too. It's only natural that when I come to work that that continues. Oh, yeah. I am the, the queen of trying to find unique ways to be able to do things. I've used tongs to get wine glasses out of our cabinets. That sometimes very successful. Other times it involves a lot of glass cleanup. So my husband's always going, you know, just ask. And I'm like, but I don't want to bother people. So I'm still doing it, and we periodically have to buy new wine glasses. Now, you bring up your husband. So tell me, how long have you been married, and what kind of support do you get at home? My husband and I have been together for 25 years. My husband is not disabled. He helps me if I'm having a, a bad day because sometimes I have pain or issues that relate from my OI. He's never known me any different. He doesn't allow me to be like, oh, no, no, I can't do that. You'll have to do that for me. He's very much of the, oh, no, we're both going to paint this room. And then I'm painting a room. So he doesn't let me get away with anything. That's amazing. I am also married. My husband is also not disabled. He is amazing. He sounds just as great as your husband. His support um, is just tremendous, and I would not be as confident, and I wouldn't enjoy life as much as I do if it wasn't for him. That's awesome. Do you have any kids or anything? I do. I have two little boys. My oldest is uh, almost five, and then we have our youngest one who's turning one. They are our pride and joy, and I love being a mommy and a wife. Life could not be more beautiful. I don't have any kids, unless you count furry children. I do have two Shelties, so they're like the little collies. I also have a cat who thinks that he's also a Sheltie. Sounds like your house is full of love. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> love and no steps. Wonderful. So since you've been working at Mayo, have you had any instance that kind of surprised you since losing your visual acuity? 
going through this physical change and struggling personally with how to be at work with it. I would say there have been some situations that have been challenging. Having said that, with every challenge, I feel like I learn more about myself. My condition definitely is something that is hard. I'm not trying to paint this uh, picture of it that it's uh, not hard. Like, do I wish didn't have it? Absolutely. But on the same token, I feel like with it came so much good. Like, it has forced me to truly think about myself and become stronger and think about what it is that matters to me and what it is that I want out of life. At work, I would say like some of the few instances that have maybe been challenging, I feel like they might have happened regardless of my disability. That a lot of the things that I face or the challenges that I have are really no different than what everybody faces. It's just life. I I would agree. You mentioned something about if there was a way to go back in time and there was a a cure, would you take the cure and not have the challenge that you have now or would you would you not? That's a very good question. I personally don't think that I would be the person that I am today if it wasn't for the challenges that I have had and the things that I have had to just deal with that came with this condition. So I think if there is a cure in the future, I'll take it. (laughs) But I wouldn't go back in time. I think everything that has happened has happened for a reason. And a lot of good things, I think, are coming my way for the future. I'm kind of with you. If I could go back in time and not have it, I don't think I would change it, simply because I am who I am because of it. Sometimes I hate it, but it's made me really resilient. It's made me look at things with a sense of humor that I'm not sure that I would have had if I didn't have to go through some of it. But if there was a cure today, I would do that. I can definitely relate to you. Although, you know, you've been faced with it your entire life and I haven't, bottom line is, is we're both having to adapt. I've always known the chair. I don't know anything different. I don't know what it's like to walk, so I don't miss it. I think for you, it's got to be a lot harder simply because you know what you're missing. Kudos to you. I don't know that I could go through that. Yeah, I mean, you definitely are touching on something that it is hard. But I think the only thing that I can say is you think of patients that come through the doors who are experiencing the same thing where they had the ability to do something and they can't anymore. I guess the beauty of it is that although I remember what it was like without it, is it sort of makes you appreciate Every day, everything in your life, I honestly am a pretty happy person. And I think the reason why is because I realize the value of being happy and what really matters in life because of going through this and something being taken away that most people probably couldn't imagine living without is meeting people who have never had sight and seeing how 
amazing they are and how successful they are. I think it's just a different mindset, a different world that I am entering. I continue being productive and continue living a happy life and do not let this condition take over and impact me in a negative way. Right. I can kind of relate to that. I'd love to know what it feels like to run. It looks like it's exhilarating. There's the the wind in your face and being able to, like, get on a horse or something. Those are things where I'm like, that would be really cool, or not having to plan everything to make sure that you can get into the building. There's a little part of me that is a little bit jealous of people who can at least remember what that's like, but you learn to accept it and you, you do the best that you can. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree. I think for coworkers to support us is if you have any questions about what I can or can't do, ask me. Don't just assume that I can't do something or that I am unable to do something just because you think I can't. Ask me. And and don't be afraid to ask me what it is I have. If your child is coming up to somebody who's in a wheelchair or has a question about it, let them ask. I've been asked all sorts of weird questions, and I'm okay with it. And most of us are. The disability community is actually very open for the most part about stuff like that. So my advice to parents is let your kids ask and let me answer so that they're not so afraid of it in the future. Because if you tell kids not to ask, then all of a sudden they're thinking that there's something so wrong about that person in the wheelchair. I don't want any of my coworkers to be afraid to ask. It is a huge part of my life and who I am today. So I want people to know about it. I want to raise awareness even if someone did ask and they caught me in a bad moment and I broke down. I don't want them to feel bad about it because each time those emotions come out, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Don't be afraid to bring it up. Ultimately, it can only make it better. It's not going to make it worse. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think people, I think, now are so afraid that they're going to hurt your feelings. If you see me and I'm I'm wheeling along and you offer to open the door for me, I'm probably going to let you because it's easier. Sometimes I'm going to tell you no, and I'm okay with that, and I hope you are too. I agree, and this has been an amazing experience to just be myself and get to the point in my life and my career where I can just focus on learning and doing my job and doing it the best that I can and continuing to build up on the knowledge that I have and hopefully um, use that knowledge to take me in more fun and adventurous um, ways. Hopefully by sharing my story and raising awareness, I am giving people strength, whether it be someone with a disability or not, or someone maybe who has a child with a disability, to not lose hope. Asking questions is a great way to get to know your colleagues, and if applicable, Disclosing your disability ensures you get the support that you need.